Before we begin, just to let you guys know, our logo artwork was designed by Nicole Anarchy and music by Taylor Paisley French. Warning, this podcast does contain spoilers for the Verse series. Hello everyone and welcome to the Best Damn Camp, our Riordan verse read-along and analysis podcast that sets out to read all the books by Rick Riordan in timeline order. I'm your host Fran and welcome to the show. Today, well, I'm not doing any of what I just said. Instead, today we are discussing the ever-present Disney adapt Percy Jackson. Wait, Disney is adapting Percy Jackson. Oh my God, stop everything. We, we, we got to do it. We got to gossip. We've got to fan cast and predict everything because it's the greatest joy in every single person's life. And if you are saying it is not, you are a liar. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's right. I said we, because today I am joined by the fabulous, the hilarious and practically famous booktuber, Julia from A Reader's World on the tubes. Julia, hello. Hi, that's so sweet. <laughs> I don't, I personally don't think I'm hilarious, but thank you. <laughs> Bro, you are hilarious. You're, oh my God, you're, I only found your channel like a couple of months ago and I'm like practically obsessed. You Like, oh my, you're, you're, you're so funny. I don't take I compliments like a, well, but in a thank bad way. you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I hope that came off as a compliment. Like oh no, so it funny. does. But I just don't take compliments well. It's it's not in my wheelhouse. I don't know what it is. Just anytime gives someone gives me a compliment, I'm just like, thank you, but no, but thanks. <laughs> no, I I, I feel you there. That compliments are like, I they're, they're nice, but I you just can't I, accept I, it. Yeah, because like it's like that thing. You kind of like I I appreciate this, but. I feel I can't appreciate it yeah. because the patriarchy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like um, I don't do well with because um, like I feel like I'm being selfish by agreeing with them that I'm so good at or something like that. So like that's just my personal like that's why I can't take compliments well. <laughs> oh god, no, seriously, I totally get that. But seriously, thank you so much for for joining me on the oh, podcast. Anytime. And hopefully. <laughs> my technological skills will be fine in terms of everything going okay for everyone who's listening but oh my god okay your video I feel like I just need to bring it up because if no one has seen Julia's video reacting to this Disney plus adapting Percy Jackson news pause this no and go and watch it no because it's the best reaction literally someone was like someone was like julia your video is like the first one that comes up when you search up percy jackson on youtube i'm like why is that a video of me crying like just reacting to this news like the top thing on percy jackson and all these like famous like movie channels talking about it but then at the top spot is this girl crying over percy jackson being adapted like it sounds so bad to me but 
I guess a lot of people seem to enjoy it. Like, even people that were like, I'm not a huge Percy Jackson fan, but I cried seeing you cry, and I was like, I, 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 I thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I hope you enjoyed Literally. it. Oh my god, that's wild. Literally, I just checked it. I was like, oh my god, is it actually? And I just Googled it, and it, well, yeah it. and it literally is oh my goodness yeah some people were and like, i only had two down after you i did like a live stream a few days after that and mine's a few down for you i feel famous now i'm near i'm near a reader's world on a listing <laughs> for oh Jackson. wild craziness <laughs> oh but seriously this announcement oh my gosh oh, oh my gosh. my gosh like so many people were like oh it's not gonna be about the adaptation news because it's coming from rick like it should be coming from disney and i'm like um okay um i think rick's gonna announce like i didn't want to get my hopes up as much as other people yeah. were but like it could be a chance and also people were like oh well his wife is a part of it so like she's not really a part of the disney thing and i'm like you, do you guys know that she like literally took the username camp half-blood so she could secure it for us for the tv show like she's she's oh. somehow a part of it like she <laughs> i don't know we stand both the reordans we stand their family i want I them to adopt me like oh my god i love my parents but <laughs> becky and rick are my adoptive ones <laughs> I love that the little pause. Like I love my parents, but if I could trade, <laughs> I would. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. Same. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> oh my god! Well, literally, no. I don't think I made that connection of her saving the Camp Half Blood thing. I was like, well, oh. people were theorizing it, and I think she said, "We're I'm saving it for you guys." And she's been really advocating with the hashtag, so that's why I was kind of like, it might have something mm. to do with it. And people were like, "No, she's just there in support." I'm like, she literally was tweeting that we should all be in the hashtag. So she, I personally think <laughs> I have a theory that she's been kind of pushing Rick to do this, like because Rick's never really been into adaptations, so for her to be kind of like you should probably do this or something like encouraging him is like so sweet so mm. oh no i'm i'm totally here for that it's oh my god i literally oh, their relationship is so cute it's and so cute. seeing that on 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 twitter as well the two of them like i was basically i was definitely one of those people was like oh it's a video with both him and and his wife oh maybe it's just them talking about guacamole or something (laughs) (laughs) that was all was happening that week was him mentioning about the guacamole recipe and i was like oh maybe they are talking about guacamole i don't (laughs) know what's happening here I was thrown for a spin. I was like, what the? What? Blue what guacamole recipe with the Riordans. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, for, for a second, I was like, are they releasing like a Percy Jackson related cookbook or something? Because <laughs> I, I would buy it. I would I so can't buy, cook, it. But I'd buy it. A Percy Jackson cookbook? Yes. <laughs> I would Maybe put my money towards that. Oh my gosh. Someone Should we is... make one? Oh my gosh. Well, there's a non official Harry Potter one. Why is there not a Percy Jackson one? <gasps> like, hmm. Disney oh. Hyperion, get on that. Get on that. Yes. <laughs> and if not, pay us to do it, and well, we will. I can't cook, but I will gladly do it for Percy Jackson. So. I feel Percy can't cook, so it would be very book accurate. Well, I mean, Sally could make... If you could do... Like, we could do the cooking book as, like, Sally's writing it. Because Sally can cook. Yes. So. Yeah. Oh, I really want it now. <laughs> 
any any bakers out there can you make this yeah please <laughs> i will throw my money at you please <laughs> oh my gosh but oh, just on the announcement itself like from all the discussions and the- theories of what the adaption could be the fact that we also got the statement alongside the video kind of explaining what it was gonna be it's just oh my god we, we've got so much information it's a short little I time know. i was like i was that's why i was so simultaneously surprised. self-combusted i was so surprised when he was like yeah here's the information like more news to come and then just gave us a lot and it, especially with him this about him writing the pilot outline like at first i thought he was writing the script but then it turns out it's the pilot outline it's still a lot it's mm. it's either either yeah. he's giving the plot line to some like the plot outline to someone else or he's doing it for himself so when he writes the script he has an mm. outline for it whichever but still yeah. it's a lot especially in the small amount of time that this news has come out yeah it just makes you think that like all those times we were seeing like his, his posts of being at disney they must have already been in the process of like setting it all up so it must have already been so far down the line already that they make this announcement because like i assume that they wouldn't make it if they've only just agreed on like a contract yeah definitely so yeah but the the statement itself do you want to um read out this the statement um that rick i can try um (laughs) (laughs) hey percy jackson fans for the past decade you've worked hard to champion a faithful on-screen adaptation of percy jackson's world some of you have even suggested it'd be a great series for disney plus we couldn't agree more we can't say much more at this stage but we are very excited about the idea of a live action series of the highest quality following the storyline of the original percy jackson five book series starting with the lightning thief in season one rest assured that becky and i will be involved in person in every aspect of the show aspect whoop, aspect of the show there will be much more news in the future but for now we have a lot to work to do buckle up demi gods it's gonna be a fantastic exciting ride <laughs> oh my god oh. but <laughs> it, it's so cute the fact that him and becky are both gonna be involved as well he knew he, oh. he's like i learned my mistakes <laughs> always get her involved in everything that's happening she knows what's happening she knows what's up mm-hmm. oh just oh, considering he's like we can't tell much and then like like you said and then tells pretty much everything we only needed to know at this current point otherwise we literally every, everyone in the collective fandom literally would have died if we had any more than yeah that. exactly i think we would that's all a just... lot already mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of information in that <laughs> I know. Oh, and we are. Don't worry, guys. We are gonna unpack all of it because how could we not? Yeah, it's... and we need to. <laughs> oh, okay. So I guess the first thing is the announcement of that this being live action. Oh. I know everyone was talking about how there was the possibility of it of people wanting it to be animation originally. And consider so we actually had I me and Julia had planned for this podcast before this announcement of the live action. And in my notes of what we were going to talk about was live action versus animation. And just the only comment I have afterwards is like, well, Disney decided, and I know for one that I am cackling because this is one hundred percent what I wanted originally. I think I was a huge advocate for being <laughs> live action and so many people disagreed with me on so many levels. And now this is me it's just me just sitting popcorn, just watching everyone reacting like, Oh, it's live action, I see, I see and I'm like, Yes. 
I saw before. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's not me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, like, I respect your opinion. So it's, it's wrong, but no, I respect it. <laughs> some, it just that some people have been saying some things about the animation standpoint that I don't personally agree with. But so far, I haven't seen mm. you say anything bad against the animation standpoint. So, oh yeah, no, totally. Like I hundred percent could see where the animation standpoint came from. Like for me, I said if uh, if there was going to be animation, I would one hundred percent be for for like a the Into the Spider Verse sort of animation style. I think that would be perfect. Yeah, definitely. For Percy Jackson. But like for me, I was just like the thing that I would love. I love the most about live action is this idea of sort of the Ryolden verse because I did like a post during that whole hashtag Disney that Percy Jackson thing of we will take over Marvel <laughs> and Marvel will be a distant memory when the Ryolden verse rises, um, and everyone liked it. So I was like, yeah, I'm famous now <laughs> with, this, with this post of the Ryolden verse competing against Marvel. But- um, that's this. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. no, no. Sorry. It's just that since you're speaking of Ryordanverse, that's the one of the main reasons why I feel like it should be animation because, because mm. um, like the series, the all the series span over like two years or something. Like Percy is like eighteen in Trials of Apollo, so like it's just because all of them intersect around the same timeline. So like they would have to film seasons back to back if they really wanted to like milk <laughs> the whole all the books and like mm. it's just the problem is is that like Percy and Annabeth are in like Magnus Chase and they're like 17 and just off the cusp of like Blood of Olympus so like it would be really hard to do those books if they're planning on doing them when like Percy and Annabeth's actors are like far like after their ages like they would have to get them really really quickly and young so that they could do that so like that's personally why i felt like if they're gonna do all of rick's books that they would have to be so they can easily um change their ages to what they want them to be and like people can see percy growing up in a way that can be animated but like, it just sometimes for kids, they grow up too fast. Like, in the span, like, for example, it, the movie, the movie spanned over, like, they had to CGI the actors' faces as kids because they already grew up so much in the span of, like, two to three years. So, like, that's personally how I feel towards that whole thing. I didn't actually know that. That is... Yeah, they had to CGI them, and they also had to pitch their voices, to match that. I think, like, um, I know the kid who played oh. Ben had to be really CGI'd. Um, <laughs> Finn Wolfhard. Like, a lot of those kids had to be CGI'd and voice changed their voices because they grew up so much and grew taller and stuff like that. That Oh, that's wild. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. No, you're changing my opinion. Because, like, like, I don't want it to be, like, Riverdale casting, like, 25-year-olds for my babies. Like, no. Oh, God. We don't talk about Riverdale here. This is... Riverdale is non-existent. Hey, hey. Okay, true. (laughs) I mean... First season, I can get on board with Riverdale. Everything else after that, I'm like, no. Yeah, um, I watched the first season. I can can tell you all that I did. Um, It was fun while it lasted. Um, then, um, uh, 
it turns out that I will only become famous by bashing Riverdale. So that's what I'm known for. Um, <laughs> KJ Apa, better watch it. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Imagine if he gets casted as someone in this Oh no, movie. please no. Oh my god. <laughs> my world's colliding. My least favorite thing ever. And Percy Jackson. No. Oh my gosh. They would probably like cast oh, him no, as... Oh no, maybe a... <laughs> Oh, I don't even know what they... That would be pro... They probably... Okay, I'm telling you, in the deep darks of Wampad, I'm sure someone has fan-casted KJ Apa as someone in Percy Jackson. I don't know who, oh, but I'm 100%. sure someone has. Admittedly, I wouldn't be surprised. Some of the things... So there were some of the fan, ca- fan casts? Why did I go really posh sounding there? Jesus. <laughs> uh, some fan casts that I've seen you talk about on like oh my gosh. on uh your TikTok and on Twitter as well. And some of them was like, did someone seriously fan yes, cast okay. Harry Styles? Oh my as gosh, Leo? That, that edited picture has haunted me since I like researched it. Like, I don't know how I found it, but like it just it's now sunk into my brain. And like you have to go really dark into the depths of like everything. No, actually you don't. It's like easily when you look up Heroes of Olympus fan casting, you can easily mm. see like all the whitewashing and the light skin stuff. Like I advocate very, very much for characters being casted on their appropriate ethnicity and age and skin tone because the 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 representation in Rick's later books and in Percy Jackson are very important to a lot of people of seeing themselves for the first time. Mm. So seeing those characters being fancasted the wrong way is that's awful because you're saying to these people that their ethnicity isn't important to their character and just taking that away. No, totally. It's just it, it is wild. I know that's happened like um so uh, I don't I don't know if you've I feel like you mentioned that you haven't seen Avatar: The Last Airbender. Or am I've I started it. I've started it, and okay. I made a joke. I think I made a, a tweet where it was like the original animation and then the movie, and I said Percy Jackson books and then 2014 Percy Jackson fan casting because I like I I told I I haven't I haven't watched the TV show. I started it though, really good so far, but. Um, I, I feel really bad for all those people, all those fans, seeing the main characters being whitewashed, and then some of the villain is the only, like, person that is a person of color, which is, mmm, yeah. that's really, yeah. really a lot. Mmm, that's, uh, that's saying yeah. something right there. Mm. Yeah, that was, uh the dark time i'm sure it was like (laughs) like someone was saying like there was a person that tweeted out like which is worse the avatar the last airbender movie or the percy jackson movie i'm like well um one of them whitewashed characters and the other one is just didn't follow the book i wonder which one is worse um maybe the one that whitewashed characters hmm that was actually me on this podcast. Oh, really? Twitter, oh, if- sorry. I saw a tweet that someone was like, oh, uh, which one's worse? And I'm like, well, um, I just saw something somewhere about it. I never posted it. I was like, well. No, no, no. It's- <laughs> no, it's all good. It was um, based on a, a conversation that I'd had. In- so we reviewed the, uh, me and a friend of mine reviewed the the Lightning Thief movie for, for this podcast and he's a big Avatar fan so he asked me which one I thought was, was worse and I, I kind of went from the story point of view and for me I said Percy Jackson was the worst in terms of the fact that adaption wise 
it was the one of the worst adaptions because it didn't stay anywhere near to the books except for people's names. That's true. And even then, that's that's kind of like that. That's not too hard considering one of them is at least in the title of the film. Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't really have much. <laughs> like, if they managed to get his name wrong, then that would have been traumatic. <laughs> well, I mean, then again, I haven't seen Avatar, both the movie and the like whole all the series so i can't personally say like oh you're wrong about the story like percy jackson the movies literally screwed up the story and characters so like i totally agree Mm -hmm. with you on story-wise like people do say like oh is it is it that bad of a movie and i said from an adaptation standpoint yes but from a movie standpoint it's still like an movie like the writing's weird it's just even if you watch it on your own it's like a really mm, movie that's trying to be something that it's not and you can clearly tell that from the writing and the characters oh totally literally the the way i describe the film usually is that it's like they knew that they were gonna make a video game for the film so they made it so that the the video game could be exactly identical to the film true the film's a video game just in a film <laughs> Oh gosh! But <laughs> we got on because... subject. We were like, "Oh, the Percy Jackson Avatar movie." Ugh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and now we are getting something that will be completely accurate because Rick's involved, and it will all be forgotten. It will. We will never remember those. Like again, even the actors want to forget moments. about it. So mm. <laughs> even the actors. Oh do. my god! Yeah. Literally, oh, those posts were like Logan and uh, Jack, Jake, Jake, Jack, Jake, Jake. They asked his name. He's been involved with a lot of YA book to movie adaptations that have sucked. So poor guy. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense with his tweet then as well. I'm so glad you guys are finally getting what you want. Oh, gosh. I'm just waiting for that that Tyson actor. He's got to apologize. He's got to apologize for lying to us. Just saying, I don't know who, I think it's like Douglas or something. Douglas, you gotta get on top of that. You gotta apologize to us that watched that Percy Jackson Sea Monsters live stream and said, oh yeah, it's totally close to the book. Where is his apology? Oh my god. I, or he was forced to lie about it. We don't know. Not until he comes I out. I like he, m- yeah. He either read it and was told that he had to lie or he never read it but was told that he had to say that he had. Yeah. So it's one or the other. <laughs> Either way, yes, we demand an apology. We demand. We want. We... <laughs> Come on, man. Give us what we want. Yeah. I mean, I'm waiting for it? the other actors to... <laughs> some people are... I'm waiting for the other actors to react Yeah, to some it. people are, like, waiting for um, Alexander Daddario to come out and say something. And I'm like... Like, some people have... Um, someone said that th- there was that one part where she advocated for blonde-haired Annabeth in the first movie. And I was like, uh, I don't see anything about that. So, um, unless she comes out and says, I wanted her to be blonde from the beginning, then maybe. I just don't really blame the actors because it's not their fault that <laughs> the writing sucked and everything. Yeah. It's just they needed money, they needed a job, and there it was laying out for them. So. That's true. Admittedly. And they, they went on to do so much better stuff after that mm-hmm. as well. So it, it was a benefit for them. In Logan the Lo- Logan I- learned how to get a better book-to-movie adaptation with Perks. He's like, you know what? I've been on these Percy Jackson movies. I need to do a movie that respects the book. Let me do Perks of being a wallflower. 
And it worked out beautifully Damn for right. him. That worked out beautifully for him. Oh my god. I know. Oh, that's such such a good adaption. And oh my I'm gosh. So, I'm just so glad that we're getting and also, a, a better one for this. And also, Perks of Being a Wallflower was not only directed and uh, directed by the author, he also wrote the script. So it shows that even the author of the book can do a script and direct the movie of their book, which we can be seeing yeah. here if Rick does write the script. So mm. I'd definitely be interested to see if Rick does i i honestly for me i feel like he won't i think he's just gonna write the outline and be like involved with the writing process yeah. but maybe not actually writing the script himself i think just he has in i think in the emails he did suggest that he could write the script for them but they didn't take that on so i feel like either he will or they'll he'll write the script with someone and like give yeah, a voice yeah. for a new new screenwriter to do something like that or a fan of the books. I just feel like he saw what was done well with the Lightning Thief musical is that these this was all done by fans of the books and that saw a potential there and they did so well with that and they were all fans of the book. So they that shows it right there that there could be a script written by a fan with someone with Rick's help, maybe. Me please. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I was just about to say that myself. Me, <laughs> help hire me. I, yes, both of us. Let, let's just say, for Rick, if you ever listen in, Rick, me and Judah are free, available. I will literally not be paid if you if you need me. Even if I'll read the script, even I'll be your like, okay, this is what needs to happen. Okay, this script is eh, okay or good. I can do that. I can review the script for mm. you or. Right. Yes. I'm gonna be a terrible yes, writer, everything. but <laughs> for free, <laughs> no money. <laughs> oh my gosh! Literally, I've got to say, I I did a live stream on my YouTube channel the other day as well, just <laughs> saying. So, Disney, hire me, and these are the reasons why you should. And <laughs> just listed out all these things of like, this is what I would do. Now hire me <laughs> so I can do it, please. Literally. Oh, that's God. me with the chaos walking, like accounts they just need to hire me to advertise and make stuff like disney needs to do the same thing so hollywood right here (laughs) trust us we know best exactly fans know best and admittedly considering this is going to be a series most tv series they will have multiple writers for yeah um, an adaption because usually you have different writers for different episodes usually there's like two writers per episode like yeah you are like collaborating together Lost and, is a like, great example most likely sorry <laughs> yeah yeah no definitely uh team wolf as well is another good one as well mm-hmm. of like collaborations we with writers and oh, team wolf the only good supernatural series oh my gosh i could talk about that all day that teen wolf is the only good supernatural tv show i can watch also i would like to say the like i went into watching the original movie because of the tv series and i couldn't finish it it was so bad i was like styles is a terrible (laughs) person like i love michael j fox as much as the next person but i was like this this is not my scott Where's Tyler Posey? Uh, Where is my mom does all the grocery shopping? Where is the comedy there? <laughs> Where is it? Literally, oh my god. <laughs> really, Teen Wolf is also a good example of actually hiring actors who are the right age, especially for for 
uh, Tyler and Dylan, with their characters being like 15, they were both 16 or 15 at the time of originally filming. Right, really? Could, That's so cool. Yeah. I did not know that. Wow, I love that. Yeah, I, I didn't know that myself, actually. I, I looked into it because um, I'm I'm in love with Arden Cho. Um, yes. And her character on the show, Kira, as well. And I was like, wait, is like, how old is she? So I can know if my love for her is okay. <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> she was 30. And I was like, yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. I can do that. I can be in love with Arden. It's mm. all good. And then that's how I found out about um, Tyler and Dylan's ages. Because, like, I was comparing them. Because, like, that's the thing that I always look at. It's like, if romantic interests ages for actors are so different it can all it can feel a little bit weird oh definitely like i know they're yeah and i know i think um i can't remember the actress who uh the the actress who plays allison i know was she wasn't like much older than tyler but she was i think she was like 18 maybe 19 when he was 16 or 15 whatever around that sort of time so i remember thinking it's not the best thing but like it's not as bad as like in comparison and that's definitely something i think needs to be kind of considered for percy jackson in terms of actors ages in comparison like there aren't any like relationships that are so bad in terms of ages yeah definitely. but for actors that's definitely something that would need to be considered so everyone is comfortable like i know audiences would probably feel uncomfortable if they realize that an actor who is like 19 is meant to be pr- playing the romantic interest of, a, of like an actor or actress who's like 15 or something or or like something that's a lot younger um and i know that'd be uncomfortable for people to realize afterwards so that's definitely something i feel would need to be taken definitely. into consideration for casting and also since it was a huge problem with the original movie series about how old they were that needs to be that's also an issue for adaptation reasons so yeah no definitely definitely and just in terms of the live action as well just to kind of get into because the way we're talking it's so comfortable talking with you just i try thank you it's the same way with you (laughs) oh phew (laughs) Um, for the like (laughs) for the live action just because i'm interested for for just for the adaption as a whole like what is the scene that you're kind of most excited to see for the adaption on live action and on the show in general? Like, what's the main scene you want to see? I'm a huge Perzabeth lover. So, um, sorry if I said that wrong. People hate me for saying everything wrong. But <laughs> Percy and Annabeth, like, any scene with them, because they have such a good relationship that one of my favorite things was some my like a lot of the relationships that I really love in TV movie and book is starting out as kind of like not really liking each other to a friendship to a romance and I really want to see that presented but going into that I love the underwater kiss so much I'm sorry like it's such a great scene for me um I just I love talking about it it's like and also like um I've seen a lot of web series do it so like I know it can be done we, mm. But, like, I think if we have a whole series building up to that, I think it'd be even more epic. We saw It Chapter 2 do it. They know how to do it. They stole it from Rick. It's real. It it, it, it can happen. So, personally, that. I also am really advocating for more Paul Blofus because we stand a man who learned how to sword fight in a Shakespeare camp. 
I want that man <laughs> to be in the battle of Manhattan with his his with Sally you using swords to fight off monsters and showing mortals can do stuff, especially a middle-aged man, <laughs> English teacher. <laughs> So, like, because that was one of my favorite scenes in Last Olympian. And Last Olympian as a book is amazing. So, like, I can't wait for that fifth season mm. if we get it. So, like, it's... so there's a lot of things that I would, would like, <laughs> scenes I would love to see. I'm sorry. I'm babbling on so much. And I'm sure that you have so many, as much as you, that want scenes. I don't mean... <laughs> no, no, seriously, don't worry about it. No, I am all here for Paul Blowfist mm-hmm. because... Oh, literally, I I love Paul just so much because Sally, being the queen she is, <laughs> deserves a man who treats her like the queen yes. she is. And Paul is that guy. He and is. I was just... The moment we get introduced to him, I think I had to put the book down... Like, the first time I read it... So I was 19 when I read the books for the first time. Because um, in the UK, like, Percy Jackson is not, like, that big in the UK, which is really sad and annoying because I don't know anyone from England who likes the books <laughs> um and so when I first read them for the first time and like discovered them when I got to that scene of like us being introduced to Paul and Sally just looking so happy from I think it's like the first time we see him is like Percy's Iris message yes mum is yes it's they're, they're... so cute Oh my, oh my god. god. And she just looks so happy. Oh, I, and like I'm going her happy. Literally, I cried oh when I read it. I had to put the book down. This is what she cried. So like, oh my god. After years of like protecting her child by marrying like a terrible person, and she's finally finding happiness. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh my god, I'm such an easy oh, so crier. on this podcast. <laughs> literally, bro, seriously, I am I am too. And going through so for this podcast, like I go through these chapters in like such detail. And like the thing that's always it's, that's kinda of half frustrated me on occasion with the fandom is how so many people have like gone against Sally for her turning Gabe to stone, to saying, Oh, like random stuff of like oh well if he was an abuser he she could have just left and stuff like that and it's like no that's just so Mm -hmm. inaccurate to like real life and stuff like that and then she she couldn't because she knew that she had to do it for percy that's the only way that percy would be kept safe is her with gabe it's it's really sad that she had to do that but she did it for the protection of her own child yeah and i kind of really hope that for the live um live action that they kind of focus on that quite like a lot more like not even to to the level of like showing the intensity of like this clearly abusive relationship because that obviously can't really do that for a show that is for kids but making it a little bit more heightened so to speak Mm -hmm. just so people can't call sally like a straight up murderer and kind of like really bash her for what happens at the end because the whole thing is that she is in a financially, emotionally, and as we learn at the end, physically abusive relationship. And Definitely. if the book, if the adaption like shies away from that, I think that's going to really kind of put people against Sally in the end. So I kind of hope that they keep that in the series itself so we are aware that these are situations that people can live in. That uh, even put in, like, I feel like Disney are the sort of people who can do that and sort of get away with it and do it in a way that is bringing awareness to people about these sorts of um relationships that people can be with and do it better than like 
13 Reasons Why. Oh, don't get me started on 13 Reasons Why. Don't get me... The only reason I'm excited for the next season is that I can watch a pretty much it commentary on it. Like... Those that's that's that series just handles everything so poorly and tr- like they're like oh we're mm. not glorifying mental health I'm like you're literally doing what you said you wouldn't do like literally Heather's mm. warned you all back in 1989 that it's not good to glorify suicide and mental health but 13 Reasons Why is just showing that even in the present where yeah. it's a huge issue are still doing it. And speaking of mental health, like, all these kids, in Percy Jackson especially, have mental health of not feeling good enough or ADHD and dyslexia and just all this anxiety. And I think hopefully yeah, hopefully, no, totally. Disney can do that. I've, I've heard things about Andy Mack. I haven't seen it personally, but I know that a character has a panic attack at some point. I know that there's a character that has anxiety. Yeah. I'm just really hoping if it is a live action that they kind of go in that route to show the realistic sides of it. No, totally. I, I completely agree with you there. Like it's like percy 100 percent has ptsd even from oh my gosh he like, like he probably had to go to a therapist man like he went through so much even before he was he found out he was a demigod like even before that like he had an abusive fa- uh, stepfather who like he constantly saw abuse him and his mother he was kicked out of schools unfairly um, he didn't feel like anyone really supported him. And then he gets thrown into this world where people are, like, his father even says, like, I kind of wish you weren't born and all this terrible stuff. Like, a lot of demigods probably, they're, like, I'm sure they, they need a therapist at Camp Half-Blood to, like, discuss their feelings about what they're going through. Like, that's probably why, like, Luke, like, turned, because he didn't, no one really listened to him and stuff like that. No, 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 I completely agree. And I think with Rick involved and Disney having done stuff, like what you mentioned with Andy Mack, Andy Mack was like revolutionary for Disney. Mm -hmm. They have teen pregnancy. They have the first gay character ever on a Disney Channel TV show. They have panic attacks. They have mental health discussions. They have culture. They have a mixed race family. They have everything and they don't shy away from it whatsoever. And it's just, I, I really hope they do that for Percy Jackson I really as well. do too. I, and with it being on Disney+, Plus, I think they will. Because quite a few of the shows that are Disney Plus originals seem to go a little bit deeper, so to speak. Like, um, even though High School Musical, the the musical the series, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, that's the, that's, the, no, that's the complete title. You got it. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> um, I know on that show, they have quite a few gay characters on that yep, show they have, well. and they have two really they have two they have two and they're oh, cool. and they're canonly together in a relationship and i believe the actors themselves are in the relationship might be wrong on that but they're quarantined together so Ooh. i think that's a real thing I, I might be wrong someone fact check me on that but those characters <laughs> are canonly together and yeah um i hope that they can t- and then i think um i have personally haven't seen a future president show but i believe that there is a bi character or someone that is dating a female i'm not sure though mm. so i know the lead is um i think the lead is latin american yes possibly. and i think um, it's yeah. also the same thing with andy mack where it's uh like a family 
that also uh, like a biracial um, main character. I, I'm not sure though. So no one, no one. Yeah, no, you are I don't, correct. I don't she know. is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's all good. I, I watched the show, so like I absolutely adored the show. Um, so the fam, so the main character and family, um, are Asian American. Uh, they, uh, I think it's Chinese American. I think they are because they celebrate Chinese New Year in one of the episodes, actually. But, oh, for um, Andy Mac. Oh, okay. Is for Andy Mac. Yeah, sorry. Um, I was like, I was and like, the father is white. <laughs> but um either way like the the way in which disney are kind of going with their shows i think this is the perfect time for percy jackson to be coming in because disney are now they were like they basically started experimenting with their tv shows and what people would be interested in seeing and seeing whether or not the audience is there for it and people have reacted so well for the show uh, for the shows that are out so i think with percy jackson being so open with uh, kids who are neurodivergent kids who clearly have mental health issues there are abusive relationships there's neglectful parents and all these sort of things and this is just the perfect time for all of it so i'm i'm just i'm so glad this this is the time where disney are getting it together yeah and also for, uh, and also for shows and stuff for percy jackson and also the books like the the i think it would be a good time for it to be shown in a uh, big media is because like the books a lot of people personally on my level like I've related to so many characters as a kid like with all that they're going through and so for kids to see that on screen would be great too like I uh, (laughs) oh my gosh I just (laughs) oh gosh (laughs) I know it's not gonna happen really soon but I can't wait literally no I'm so excited I, I I totally get you in terms of like the excitement and like there's like nerves as well but yeah the definitely excitement is because i'm worried, is, like more intense because i'm worried like everyone else when they finally get to heroes of olympus with nico i don't know how they're gonna do that um so mm. i'm worried about that personally because even though disney has been doing a lot of stuff towards the lgbtq plus community they have done some things that um kind of been weird um you know promoting characters that are like side characters and saying this is the first character ever and then then only them only having one line or something like that so i'm hoping when they go more and more towards that because the um lgbtq plus community and the people of color community are so big in the later series and some are in percy jackson that it's gonna be important and with rick being on the team uh, he's gonna advocate for it because he's a huge advocator for that mm. stuff, which makes me really happy um, and proud that he is for being a cis straight white male. He's like done so much for like the community and him. I remember his speech for Hammer of Thor. He got the Stonewall Award and he's like, "I shouldn't get this award because I'm a cis straight white man. Like there, there should be more people that." who have their voices and own voices getting their own voice out there. And that's why he did Rick Riordan Presents is just to show those kinds of stories mm. from those kind of people. Yeah. No, he's, he's, he's such a good guy in that sense, in that he's, he's used his platform to raise other people who can share their experiences. Um, I, I'm working my way through uh, reading the Riordan Verse Presents um books myself and they are they are phenomenal and the fact that he is supporting these 
these writers and these authors and finding new ones to add to it like there are so many coming in future with new um writers as well that uh, I, I think it just shows that he he's the kind of writer for like child audiences and even adults as well that people should look up to a little bit more in that sense and that he is using his privilege to help others kind of get their name out there and not even to say look I'm I'm a white guy I'm I'm helping this person of color or I'm helping this queer writer it's more hey guys go read their books and stuff like that it's just, just the right just thing to do it more than it's... anything and he, does, yeah. and he doesn't like to get, I personally, from what I've seen, is that he doesn't like to get praised for it. He's like, just, it's just the right thing for him to do. Like. Exactly. No, it, it, it's awesome. Um, and just to go with our conversation of um, casting and, and representation and stuff like that. Just for the casting side, because it, it's fun to fawn cast. I keep saying fawn cast. Fawn cast. The fawn. Fawn cast. Oh my gosh, it's like a fawn. Yeah. <laughs> Camp Jupiter? What? Oh, yeah, no, let's say that. I, that's what I mean. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like I should say it like that from now on. Fawn cast. Fawn cast. It's only the Percy Jackson community can say fawn cast. <laughs> Yeah, literally. So I'm I'm friends with a bunch of the other Percy Jackson podcasts, and we've now basically someone I think it was um Sam from Half Blood Report who basically coined the term Tyson talks. So it's a Percy Jackson TED talk, but called Tyson talks. Oh, we stand that. We stand that. Now I'm never gonna say TED talk. I'm gonna say Tyson talk from now on. Thank you. <laughs> That's now my vocabulary. <laughs> Welcome to my Tyson talk. <laughs> Welcome to my Tyson talk. <laughs> <laughs> the even better part was occasionally when it's a Tyson talk literally about Tyson <laughs> oh gosh okay uh, <laughs> casting, fan casting um, <laughs> so we've come up with a few uh, casting ideas that we've had for the adaption um, no one hate on us because I mean... no one needs that in their lives so if, if you want to type a nasty email or comment or whatever Take a step back, get some ice cream, unless you're lactose intolerant, then get lacto-free. Yeah, be ice like cream Frank Zhang. And calm down. <laughs> if you're like Frank Zhang and has lactose intolerance instead of ADHD and dyslexia. <laughs> yes. I, I'm, Which is an interesting. I love that. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see yours because personally, I haven't fan casted anyone for the main trio and for the kids, but I, I, I want to see. I while you talk and, and explain. <laughs> about who you chose <laughs> all right okay because i mostly oh, fan casted the I, gods and adult characters so i there's some fan casts i've seen for the kids now we can't people can't fan cast older people now people have gone away from fan casting dylan o'brien as crazy and i'm glad for that so <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i remember seeing that i think you may have posted it at one point it's like guys no and i saw it and i was like oh my god yeah no, people no. have fan casted like timothy chalamet and tom holland and i'm like you guys do know that these people are like 23 and 25 like no we're not gonna do that we're not doing that right now um even even <laughs> when people were fan casting like even before this news came out with people that were older i was like but the whole point is that percy grows up and then some people would keep logan lerman and i'm like logan lerman like was already too old when he was in percy jackson 
if you really wanted to fan cast him, you should have done it back when Hoot came out. Like, that's that was your time. It's over. Just gotta accept it. Yeah, that's that's just straight facts. <laughs> I trust. All right, okay. Now I'm kind of nervous for you to hear mine. Um, I don't know if you know if any of these actors, but maybe you do, <laughs> or at least you may be googling them as I. Talk. Well, I mean, <laughs> I didn't know which one of. Uh, I'm looking at the Percy Jackson, and I'm like, I've watched the show, and I think it's the person that you're talking about, but I don't know if I'm right or wrong, and I was right, so okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. So from that, so for my fan cast for Percy Jackson, I have fan casted Elias Hager, who is from Fuller House. I didn't think to write the name of his character from Fuller House. I, I don't um, even remember cause... his name in Fuller House. <laughs> and I've watched that show. So like, oh. <laughs> I totally forgot his name in that show. Oh, Max. Max. There we Fuller. go. I've just looked it up now. Okay. <laughs> His name's Max. He plays Max, one of the kids in that. So uh, Elias himself is uh, 12, so he may age out by the time this goes in. But basically the reason why I fancasted him for, for Percy Jackson was he in the show, from like the s- scenes that I saw, he has like this chaotic, innocent, good nature about him like he's chaotic to the point that you don't know what's going to happen but he's just such a nice kid that his chaotic good is both terrifying and really sweet (laughs) at the same time um and we also see him in the show for fuller house like he was in the show from when he was like young maybe six or something maybe because there's like we've seen there's five seasons right there's five seasons of fuller house right this the new the last one I think is coming so. up so yeah so he's been on since like for a while yeah so you're kind of like he has the experience of a full time show like on his belt and I can I can buy him both as someone who can handle a long term series but also as Percy being like the confused kid that he is at the start like not really wanting the responsibility but also knowing he has to take on this responsibility and just kind of the the madness that goes with it because the the actor himself like i've seen some of the interviews that he's done for fuller house and he he seems so sweet there was literally I, there was a video that he did where he joined these kid youtubers to make mini pizzas and he is so sweet and i'm like this is percy he's sweet and chaotic and that's it's just percy <laughs> so uh that is my Percy Jackson. I'm just very <laughs> protective over Percy, so I will be very, very, um, like, kind of, like, protective. Like, whoever ca- is casted as Percy, like, you've got a big shoe to fill, man. Like, I just am ready for <laughs> him to finally get a personality on, like, the movies where they screwed up his personality. And people mainly, a lot of their times, look over- overlook that, that as much as Logan Lerman had it, is a great actor they didn't give percy a personality so <laughs> yeah no literally i that i think that's why i went for Elias. just from the interviews that i saw was that he as like a person as well has such a bubbly personality that i think it could work for percy as well and he seems to be a good actor so i'm like good acting as well that's always good for a child actor yeah. who can always be a bit of a mix in terms of acting ability um the next one that i have was for annabeth chase um and the act 
actress is called Lily Brooks O'Brien. Now, this was a show I only found out about recently because for some reason it, it's a kid show that popped up on my recommendations on Netflix, which I don't know whether to be insulted by that or not. But um, the show is called The Big Show Show, and she plays one of the daughters of like this guy who who's like a retired um, WWE wrestler. Oh. And she is such a good comedic actress which i think is really interesting for annabeth like annabeth in the films that we know was like the most dullest oh my gosh don't get me started in the whole film oh my gosh and that's why i think like i know that's why i think like lily would be a good person because not only does she have the comedic timing but she also has the drama and the sass and like sarcasm that annabeth does have towards like percy and the situations but also i think she i feel like she could be the character the actress that could pull off annabeth's intellectual side as well and her her drive to make something herself and the architectural side and the friendships and the in- intimidation that she occasionally has towards percy and other people i i think lily brooks could pull that off definitely i don't know too much about her i think she's only been in this one series and i haven't seen too much of that show but i saw the trailer and i saw her in it i was like wait you know watch this first episode because i'm intrigued and she was she was pretty good well even in the first episode <laughs> i'm looking at her like the pictures um, that are on her thing and it looks like she was in matilda as matilda and i think that would work perfectly with annabeth like just driving to learn more information and fighting back like, that's, I think that's cool. And also, Matilda deals with, like, um, the kind of the same themes of Percy Jackson. Uh, then again, I haven't seen Matilda. I've only heard things about it. So, about, like, an abusive household or a parents that don't really care. So, I feel like that would be, she already knows how to deal, to probably act like that. So, I'm also, I'm here for that after seeing that. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, I forgot that she, she was in the uh, Matilda musical. I forgot about that completely. That yeah, she for everything you just said, that that makes even more perfect sense, especially with Annabeth's um, backstory, which even now makes me want to cry every time <laughs> I think about it. Uh, so let's move on before I do cry. Uh, so my my next fan cast was for Grover Underwood. Now this actor is a little bit more well known, um, so he's been in a few things. So this is Isaac Ryan Brown. And so he voiced. I don't know if you saw the Lion King live action. I Fine sadly Fantasy. did. Okay, I so did not like he it. Voices, but... <laughs> oh yeah, no, it wasn't that great. But he voices young Simba and the singing voice of young Simba as well in the live action, um, as well as being in the TV series Raven's Home, which is basically the the sequel to Raven. That's a yeah. Raven. He played yeah, so he plays Raven's um, son in the show, um, and he's oh my god. Again, he's sort of got this chaotic, good, neutral sort of nature about him. But he's really sweet. He's lovable. Um, and I could totally see him as a sweet angel of a nature environmentalist goat boy in Grover. Um, and I, I also put a note here on my one. It's like, he's also, he's musical. And I can just imagine Grover playing his pipes and singing. Yes! Like, I, I so want to use that episode so bad at some point. <laughs> Just give me a bonus musical episode for Percy Jackson. Yeah, oh my gosh, please. And then the cameos include the Lightning Thief musical cast. Let's go. (gasps) Yeah. I've heard so many people, like, talk about, like, 
I'm sure you probably saw this, but, like, people were, like, saying, yeah, Logan deserves, like, Logan Lerman deserves a cameo. I'm like, y'all, you know Chris McCarroll and the whole musical cast that actually, like, you know, <laughs> maybe read, like, all read the books and actually, like, played characters that are close to the book? Like, um, I want them more than Logan and the rest of the Percy Jackson cast combined, because they actually carry um, <laughs> But anyway, I'm back so to, I, I really like that you, um, cause I've seen so many t- people like complaining about movie Grover being black and I, I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like that, that's what you're complaining about. Like, I don't like how they characterize him in the movie, but really complaining yeah. about his r- race in the, th- in the, in the movie. No, we, we don't do that, but they do make him out as the stereotypical black guy so i really hope that in this series if they do if they do cast a character that is a person that is black they keep Percy's. i mean not Percy. we we keep grover's personality to show um Mm. non-stereotypical um stereotypes of people of color so (laughs) thank you i totally agree because people will go (laughs) off of grover's um appearance in the books and what i've liked with the different adaptations of um percy jackson especially with the musical like so far, the Grovers that they casted have not been white. So I really like that, yeah. too. So, and um, I've seen also for a lot of fan casting of Percy, people have also theorized that he is a person of color, especially a part of the Hispanic community, because I believe that he grew up in mm. a community that is very Latinx. I'm, I'm personally not completely sure, but I love that people have also wanted Percy to be person of color. So I'm also for that. Also, mm. just any... If anyone casts as a person of color, I'm all for it. <laughs> just, just don't, 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 but don't do people of color interchangeable ethnicities. I don't want to see a black person casted as Piper McLean. We we don't stand that in this household. <laughs> no. Exactly. Yeah. Hundred percent. Sorry. Yes. I get very, very. Facts. I get very, Straight very. Facts. I get very, very agitated seeing those fan cast of a person that is not is that is the wrong race so yeah so especially when it's like so integral to their character character. especially especially their character like if you cast hazel of est with light skin instead of her dark skin that is taking away what she experienced in the 1930s and what she went through as a a very dark person Mm. of color so and that's the same thing with um with piper mclean she talks about i know that we're fan casting the percy jackson series but some people are still gonna fan cast the heroes olympus series and people are still not focusing that Piper has a huge thing with her Native American um, heritage. Like, her father talks about it a lot. She um, she tells, like, a lot of uh, Native American stories uh, of her culture. And it's really interesting. And if we take away that, not only are you taking away the representation for people like that, you're taking away what makes her um, an important character. Is her that's, that's what makes her her exactly no i completely agree and i think that's just the thing that that there is the opportunity for so for so many people to see themselves represented in this series and i think that's just it's important to not take that away and i think with rick involved 100 percent, that's not going to happen yeah so i think that's something that people don't have to be too worried about because i don't think rick will allow them to undo that because that was a big thing that he wanted to do was that he wanted his readers to feel like they could see themselves in this story and also like um i think the percy jackson fandom's so huge that if something were to happen where something did 
kind of like they casted someone that wasn't correct or something's not portrayed right the fandom will fire back because we're all very protective of these characters and their story and what is right and what is wrong so i think if something were to happen they know that they're gonna they disney is gonna be like out they're gonna get they're gonna get called out for it like if you've seen what happened like right after this announcement for like trending first on twitter like that's how big how big people are into percy jackson so like it's it's they Mm. have a huge chip on their shoulders if they out and some people have even said like if they screw something up where i'm not even gonna watch it and i'm like i i might do that too if they do something wrong because i don't want i don't want something to be betrayed wrongly for a person for a book series that represented them so well and then suddenly betray them so Mm. i no, i totally agree and I think that's the thing that there's just there's just so much about this that could go wrong. But I'm I'm hoping that with Rick being involved, it's it's so unlikely that it will. Just because I don't think he'll let them get away mm, with it. Yeah, definitely. At all. And I think what's important is just there are so many characters as well that can contribute to people seeing more people like themselves in the original series. Because obviously, Heroes of Olympus has more diversity in a way than Percy Jackson and the Olympians does. Which is why that some of the fan casts that I've done, like for Sally Jackson, um, I fan casted Lana Palia yeah, from uh, Once Upon a Time. The best part. Who is uh, Latin American. So she is Puerto Rican. Wait, seriously? Um, I did not know that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, yes, I only know go. that. <laughs> let's go. Listen, I, I, mean, I didn't know that either. So um, I think, she, I don't know if she has, but I feel she, she wanted a conversation about how um, not many people knew that she was of Latin American um heritage because she is white passing uh-huh uh, or something like that so i think someone either she discussed it or someone else brought it up because not many people did know um they only started finding out when uh, on like her instagram and stuff she started talking about um moments of history to do with uh puerto rico and her family and stuff like that um because i know she she's from brooklyn herself i believe um so she's got she's got like the new york connection she's got the accent she's i just think she'd be really interesting as sally just from her role in once upon a time yeah even though she was the evil queen well and also in once (laughs) she was sorry go ahead (laughs) (laughs) oh no i was just gonna say even though she's like the evil queen in once upon a time she is a loving mother who's like overprotective she sacrifices herself a lot for her son because she loves henry so much which is why i saw her a lot as sally because sally literally that's her whole character in the lightning thief is that she sacrificed a lot of her own life and happiness to make sure that percy was safe yeah definitely and like even even though she was the evil queen she really what made her really good is that she had a loving son or like wanting to keep her son safe so i totally agree with that yeah this part of once upon a time <laughs> i literally I'm, I'm considering making a once upon a time podcast as well doing a rewatch of the series and oh, well i, just love, I love lana this, so much. the sad <laughs> thing is is that i was doing a rewatch of lost at the same time as once upon a time and i was like ooh, well mm, it just like my once upon a time love like escaped me because I was like, oh no. <laughs> Admittedly, I, I I never actually ended up watching the whole series because I was. Uh, I don't really think anyone did. Queer baiting. I don't think anyone was. Like I don't yeah. think anyone finished it. No, 
<laughs> I know some people did, but I think most people most people stopped around the same time I did, which was like season four when they had the Frozen. I left. Episodes. I left after I Frozen. Like, no. I left after Frozen. I even guessed that they were gonna do Frozen. I was like, they're gonna do Frozen. My mom was like, no, they're not. And the next season, Frozen. And I'm like, Haha, I told you all, <laughs> I was right. I've ridden this show. <laughs> Admittedly, there was a lot of things that were easy to guess. At. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Admittedly, going off of. Um, all of that so i don't know where i was going with that because this what i was about to say next doesn't even connect to once upon a time so i don't know where i was going with that but um blondes maybe i guess i don't know <laughs> oh blonde because of emma oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> although i guess she's like she's white hair blonde i guess they could t- i don't know frozen's confusing as a frozen whole frozen is always um, confusing oh, i hope they don't make any frozen connection in Percy Jackson, that would be Corona, not not Corona. What? Keone. <laughs> I was like Corona. What? Keone. They'll, they'll cast. They'll cast. Um, they'll cast someone that played Elsa on like Broadway or something as Keone. Let's go. <laughs> oh my god. No, actually, I kind of want that now. I You're want welcome. that so bad. Adina Menzel. Adina Have literally the actual voice actor as as her to play her and have the line somewhere it's like you know what Leo you, you let, it let it go, go. and the whoosh if, if, if Lost Hero came out during Frozen I swear to god Rick would have so put a Frozen reference in there he would have he would have slid it in there he totally would I really wish that was a thing now like it would have dated it so much but I want I really want if they don't do that in the show I'm gonna be really disappointed now Bring in Adina Menzel yeah. and have a Let It Go reference. <laughs> Do it. I dare you. Um, but really, there's, oh, there's just so many fun castings that you can do mm-hmm. with this. Like, the one that I had the most fun coming up with was the one for Kronos. Oh. Like, I think that's my favorite fan cast. Oh, well, I we really have a disagreement there. Because <laughs> I'm yeah. really pulling for Mark Hamill for Mr. D. I don't know what it is, but that... I just I don't like seeing people like fan ca- fan cast like Danny DeVito as Mr. D because I feel like he should be Coach Hedge rather than Mr. D. And also <gasps> I really really like Mark Hamill as like I know that you say like he's a villain in a lot of things, but I would just love to hear him like just do so much with Mr. D because I think he has kind of like the annoyed tone of it, but he's still so- like Mr. D still has a soft inside to help the the demigods. So I would love to see... Yeah. yeah. But you can talk about how much you want him for Kronos. (laughs) (laughs) And really, I can see your side from Mr. D as well. Just from what I see of Mark Hamill's Twitter. He's so sarcastic with everything that I I can kind of see it. I love Mark Hamill so much. (laughs) He... Oh, yeah. He's an angel. I love him. (laughs) I think they could just have him come in as Mr. D and not even tell him his lines. He could just come up with something and it would work. Oh, definitely. Totally. (laughs) Like, he's just Mr. D in real life. (laughs) But (laughs) I think the reason why I put him for Kronos was mainly just due to his voice. Yeah. Because, like, he's done so many good voice acting roles. Like, he was the Joker for the animated Batman series. Mm -hmm. I don't know which one, but he he plays the best animated Joker, I've heard so many people say. Yeah, I've Um, heard a lot of things about that. Yeah. But he also voices um, Ozai, like, the big bad in Avatar The Last Airbender. Which, um, tell me when you have finished watching that, because 
I'm excited to get your thoughts. Okay, well, also, I want to add on, since we're doing Mark Hamill as villains, if anyone has seen Castle in the Sky, he plays the best character ever, Muska, who is, like, the best villain ever in cinema history ever. Like, that man deserved an Oscar for that voice acting performance. My friend and I always joke that this is his best performance, but that would help with your Kronos, because he's kind of manipulated and, like, this very formal and, like, wants to, like, take everything for himself. Like, I can totally, now thinking about that, I still want him as Mr. D, because it seems like all his voice acting roles Mm. have all been villains, but um, I can totally see why you put him as Kronos, because, like, with Kronos, you're only using his voice, and just the body of Luke. Oh, spoilers for anyone who hasn't read Percy Jackson. <laughs> it's all good. We're good. <laughs> but no, I no, I agree. I think I can see him for either already. I, like, they're two completely different roles. Just as long as he's casted, for, we're but... good. <laughs> I only yes, have one requirement. As long as he's somewhere. <laughs> Mark Hamill. Anywhere. <laughs> he could be Percy for all I care. <laughs> Oh my god, imagine. <laughs> they it's, de- it's Mark Hamill. They de-age him. He'll de- they'll de-age him for Luke. <laughs> no. They'll de-age oh him god, into Luke Skywalker him. and just add the scar. <laughs> they will literally de Niro him. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm here for it. <laughs> I kind of want that now as well. Just Imagine just him just as Percy. This, like, him at his own age. It's just Mark Hamill as Mark Hamill. But in everything is Percy Jackson, so and he's just there, just kind of like, wait, why am I at school? Why am I? Why am I in middle grade? Yeah. Like, who is this guy? What? Why does he have goat legs? Like, what's happening? So just everything is just Mark Hamill, but everything else is, is the Percy Jackson story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I kind of really want it. Mark Hamill if someone for Percy. can make an animation of that. Do it. <laughs> Give me it. That's also okay. Since we're speaking about. Um, having Mark Hamill's voice over everything, I want someone to animate Black Jack, but with the voice of John Mulaney. I forgot oh. to put that in the fan casting, but originally I said John Mulaney for Paul Blofus, but then people are like, no, Black Jack. And I was like, that's actually a really smart idea. And then some people have also said, I was in a Zoom with some Percy Jackson uh, mutuals and fans, and they're like, you know what they should do? They should have just have it like Frozen 2 where Kristoff like basically says all the Sven's lines but instead it's Percy saying Blackjack's lines because he's the only one who understands them and I'm like that's actually really smart because <laughs> but I'm all for John Mulaney as Blackjack I can actually hear it just because like I, I saw his comedy stand-up routine a little while ago to do with the horse in a hospital oh my gosh yes and like just that whole that whole scene I was just like just put that whole voice bit onto an animation of Blackjack and it and of blackjack in a hospital in- confused yeah and that'll just that'll just be the best th- like you will blow up if a youtuber does that they will literally be the Definitely. biggest youtuber on the entirety of youtube <laughs> just for that alone oh i need it now john mulaney you probably will never hear this podcast well, but, um, he d- he well he <laughs> should because he's done a lot of voice act he did for into the spider verse as the ham dude spider ham that was his audition <gasps> Oh my I totally God. forgot he did that until we started talking about John Mulaney. <laughs> I completely forgot as well. Oh my God. Okay, now he has to be. Now he has to go for the role of Blackjack. Guys, if we get the hashtag John Mulaney is Blackjack. Blackjack going, 
And I'm sure he'll be. He like, will see it, hopefully. <laughs> he'll be just like, who, and he'll do who, it. Who, who, who's Blackjack? He would have to look it up. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited, guys. Okay, this is the mission for for this episode. John Get <laughs> John Mulaney as Blackjack trending on Twitter. Do it. Also to add in there, I'll do a challenge or something. Oh my gosh, yes. And also to add in there. So my friends and I have also started to hashtag Logan Lerman for Triton because people have been saying Logan Lerman for Poseidon, but Poseidon's like supposed to be an older man. So having Logan Lerman as Poseidon's weird. But Logan Lerman for Triton, who's like Percy's like older brother or something, I'm all for that. Or Chris McCarroll. We don't that I'm here for. Anything yeah, yeah. I mean Chris McCarroll, I really want him as you know the guy at for the um that Percy speaks to at the end of the Lightning Thief to go up to floor six hundred. Oh yes, the guy at the desk. I want I want Chris McCarroll to be that guy. Definitely, I'm all for Chris McCarroll, but just so being bad. in it. Or the whole yeah. cast of just a little cameo. Or the cast, just the whole cast of the, the musical, musical need to be cameoed somewhere. <laughs> just somewhere. I don't even care where or who. Just they just need to be. In they there. just need to be in there. Exactly. What if they're just performing also, in the musical in the background? And they're filming, and then you just hear this musical in the background. It's just all. Oh, oh my god! Oh, they're Apollo. They're Apollo cabin. Uh, wait, what's the what's the phrase? Uh, campers. That's it. Yep. They're they're Apollo campers in the background performing one of the songs <laughs> from the musical, just in the background of one of the scenes, and we just hear some of the song, and we're like, "Oh my god!" Or or they're at a campfire. The <laughs> they're at a campfire, and they're singing, "Oh, things couldn't be worse when your parents run the universe." <laughs> and Percy's like, "Why are these people singing?" <laughs> He's like, "I can't." Oh my god! Join okay, in, but- I want that as well. See, this is why Disney needs to hire us. Come on, Disney. <laughs> no, totally. Literally, Disney, get on this. Just, like, hire us. Just look at our YouTube channels for a resume. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. I, yes. Just, no matter what, just hire us for something. I think that's where we're going with this. Just hire us Definitely. for something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, this has been... Oh, so much fun oh i i kind of want to keep talking but like oh actually do you want is there anything you want to talk about is there anything you want to discuss relating to the live the live action or anything like that oscar isaac or matthew fox for poseidon i'm advocating so much for those either oh either one of those and then also chiron e mcgregor <laughs> get e mcgregor for chiron please um I've also, someone else said to me that Apollo should be Aaron Tveit, and if you don't know who Aaron Tveit is, he's, like, a great musical theater person. He's probably really old now, but I love him. So, those are my main fan cast. I might, I don't know why I want Matthew Fox, but I one time tweeted out that I love Matthew Fox because of how attractive he is. Like, all the characters he's played so far, I've actually not liked. But, like, him playing Poseidon would be the one character that I've liked that he's played. If no one knows, he's Jack from Lost. And someone was like, someone replied to my tweet and was like, you know what, he'd be a good Poseidon. And I'm like, yes. And then someone said Oscar Isaac, too, and I was like, yes. (laughs) Oscar Isaac in anything. Let's just get the whole Star Wars cast. Let's just do both. <laughs> Why not both? Yeah, admittedly, uh, <laughs> considering Daisy uh, Ripley was on, um, there's this uh, 
I don't know if you guys get it in in the US, but there's this um, uh, talk show in the UK called um, the Graham Norton yes! Show. She was on it recently for like I think like a Christmas or New I Year's episode Graham or Norton. something. <gasps> yeah, I love okay, Graham Norton. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, we you get know. it. We get it late here. I think we get it a week later than you guys, or like a few months. I'm not sure, but uh, we still get it. I love Graham Norton. He's just he's okay. such a good. Cool. Right. He's just such a good interviewer. And he just, like, actually cares about the stories. And it's so much better than any talk show here in the United States. So, I love Grand Rapids. Literally. I, I adore him so much. But um, Daisy was on um, the, the show. I think it was... It may have been for the New Year's or something. And she went... Uh, he was asking about Star Wars. And she was like... Uh, I think he asked her, oh, so what's in the work next? And she was like, oh, no. I, I'm unemployed now. I've got nothing. Can can someone hire me? And just, like, did, like, a speech down the, the camera. Just like, you know, guys, I'm available. Hire me. Yeah. It's because Chaos Walking <laughs> took so long. And they have to release that I in know. January. Oh, jeez. Don't get me started on that. Oh, God. So, yes. Daisy Ripley could be one of the gods. Like, I'd be she, okay, well, Just, like, a little cameo People have said... <gasps> she could play one of the... No, go right ahead. Oh. I was just going to say, she could play one of the Aphrodite That's what I was just about to say. That's what I was just about to say. And that's also (laughs) one of the reasons I want it to be animated because uh, Aphrodite changes so much (laughs) that that would be such easy to do. But I think a lot of actresses playing Aphrodite is my favorite thing ever. And like she can be younger, older, like different body types and different races would be great too because it's how the person sees her is what they see as the beauty, I think. Because I think there's at some point where Percy yeah, yeah. sees her as like a blonde with gray eyes, and he's like, "Oh, that looks a little bit like older Annabeth or something like that." So like, <laughs> maybe up aged the person playing Annabeth and put them as Aphrodite. <laughs> I'm here for it. I think it's just such a nice idea. I remember seeing like people have been talking about it for a while. Just this idea of if it was live action just having multiple actresses just like small little cameo roles of not even like big name actresses just just lots of different actresses especially with it being disney plus like they've got an array of tv shows with like older actresses now they'll probably have like people in their contact lists that they could just call in for little cameos so with it being disney plus they've got so many people that they could call in to play a different role of Aphrodite depending on the person seeing her at this moment I'm just I'm here for it so much I'm, I'm here for idea. it I'm so here for it and if Daisy Ripley can be one of those Daisy please and maybe like yeah let's just give her a job people <laughs> I think she recently posted that she She's did great. get a job and everyone's like yeah Daisy Ripley finally got a job <laughs> Um, oh god I love that <laughs> just like don't worry guys I got a job now. <laughs> everyone Thank you. yay I got a job <laughs> <laughs> oh god it just feels like me that was me when i got my job i was like oh my god guys i did it i've got I finally I'm get a job adult. same and like even i was like i hired i got hired for a better job i can finally leave or something like that that was me <laughs> oh god oh the adult life <laughs> i hate it <laughs> oh gosh wow this is this is this wild. has been just fun talk, just talking about this Oh, sorry. I keep talking over you. No, sorry. that's how podcasts work. Everyone talks over everything because we are all very, very opinionated. So it's totally fine. <laughs> Facts. Oh, God. This has literally been so fun. Same. Though. Just so great. Talk- yeah. 
just like even talking about this and knowing that everything we're saying is actually connecting to something that is going to happen there is going to be a live action there is going to be this thing that we all love coming to life and to new fans and all this sort of stuff it's just it's wild and i'm so so happy yes gosh i don't even know where to go with that other than thank you seriously oh so my gosh, much for anytime thank you for reaching today. out it has it means a lot i've been wanting to for ages and i was like always contact me i'm not worthy oh no everyone's always worthy (laughs) don't say that we don't respect putting ourselves down it's the only humor i have julia it's what i have that's why i relate to leo valdez man it's my self-deprecating humor Oh god, straight facts that, straight facts. But seriously, guys, um what Judy, do you wanna give a shout out of where everyone can find you on the media? Yeah, follow me on YouTube, a reader's world, all lowercase. No separate same thing with uh Twitter. You can also follow me under the name on Twitter with Julia called KJ Apple Old. Um currently my TikTok has been banned. So um currently I'm promoting the uh user for TikTok, Julia Rhapsody Lives, unless you all want to band together and fight TikTok for taking away my account. Um so yeah, also uh buy from local and independent booksellers or bookstores during this trying time. Um anyway, that's my shout-outs for it. <laughs> Alright, fab. And uh, guys, I will make sure to put all the links for Julia's stuff in the episode notes, so uh, hopefully you'll be able to click it down there and it will take you straight to the things and also hopefully a TikTok will be unbanned and TikTok will Fingers stop crossed. sucking. <laughs> yeah. Report, report it to them. So yeah, report. Please so email them. Back. Legal at TikTok.com for banning Julia for talking about important issues. Um... <laughs> exactly yes tell them that they have done the wrong and let it be known across the twitter sphere that this needs to be righted um I, yeah so <laughs> thank you again so no, much for thank coming you on the show. thank I'm... you for asking me to be a part i've never been a part of a podcast so this is a <laughs> this is the first step <laughs> i shall take over the Wicked. podcast all <laughs> well hopefully at some point if uh when the show comes out maybe i will be able to bring you back to talk about the series at that point or something but i would definitely love to have you back of course an episode of some sort in future of course i so will do that fantastic so to you guys listening well i don't know where i was going with that i've forgotten my usual speech because i've forgotten to write it down guys this is uh this is unprecedented so (laughs) the people who know my podcast be sure to come back next wednesday as i continue the riordanverse journey with the sea of monsters or if my editing has not gone to plan sea of monsters would have started last week and this will be then and then i'll just be carrying on sea of monsters next week on wednesday but either way i'll be here always on wednesday so come join me if you can uh to plug where you can find the podcast we are available on spotify apple podcast audio boom stitcher and deezer in the meantime between episodes you can find the best damn camp on various social media at best damn camp on instagram and twitter and on tumblr at the best 
If you want to email me with your own thoughts, you can email thebestdamncamp at hotmail.com and I'll read it out at the end of the show. If you want to support me making this content, check out my Patreon, A Healthy Dose of Fran. And on that note, be sure to check out my YouTube channel, A Healthy Dose of Fran, alongside Julia's A Reader's World for all the Percy Jackson. Jackson, what was that? (laughs) I went very British for some reason, the Percy (laughs) Jackson content. And drop me a follow at a healthy dose of Fran on Instagram and at a dose of Fran on Twitter. Again, thank you, Julia, so much for joining me. Thank you. (laughs) And to you guys for tuning in. As always, I've been Fran, your very own hunter, and I will see slash speak to you guys next time. Bye. Adios.